Hello and welcome to another episode of Hour of Healing. I am your weekly host Joe Debra, and our topic for discussion today is identity beyond what you see in the mirror. Our guest is a dear friend of ours, Dr. Bernard Boudou. Friends, Dr. Bernard Boudou is a PhD holder in public administration and management. He currently works as a business analyst for Bass Pro Shops. And he is also the presiding elder of Life Springs Church, which is a branch of the Pentecost Church in Springfield, Missouri. Friends, he is a man of God, married to one wife, and has a brand new baby girl. Dr. Bernard Wadu, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Well, so identity. Many a times we hear of the phrase, know your identity or remember who you are. Most commonly, whenever I think about this saying, I think for myself, the movie The Lion King, and also in the recent cinematic movie by Disney, Moana, where in each instance, the main character was told to remember who they are. And by remembering their true identity was able to rise up to the occasion to meet the challenge and bring freedom or safety for the people around them. But is our identity really just based on what we see in the mirror? Or is more than that? Well, we have Dr. Bernard here today to help us to get to the bottom of this and also to help some of our ailing listeners heal from wherever situation or instance they may be suffering from identity issues. Dr. Bernard Wadu, thank you for joining us on the show once again. My pleasure. So let's dive right into it. What forms or makes up a person's identity? Well, that, that's a good question. What forms a person's identity? So we can look at, I would say at the macro level, we can look at we can look at it at um, the internal um, factors and the external factors. So mm. the internal factors will comprise of um, things that you um, you can control. Example, your thoughts, your um, how you see yourself, and how you process information. And um, um, and like like you mentioned, when you look at the mirror, who do you see yourself to be? All these are in your control. And on the other part, some of the things that we cannot control, like have direct control, will be your family, the family that mm. you are born into, that could be part of your identity, the race that you are born into, that could be part of your identity. And um, I'll also say sometimes your religion, I know you can change your religion, but in the meantime, let's, let's assume that you cannot change it. So some of these fact, I mean, these are the other factors that contribute to your identity. So we have the things that we can control and mainly has to do with it, how we process information, how we see ourselves and who do we think we are. That comprises of those things that we can control. And on the other side, we have, like I said, our families, the country where you are born into, the continent that you are born into, we do not have control over those things. And 
those also also form our identity at the same time we can look at um identity from the perspective of the perspective of values what do you value the mm. most and so um oh. if 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 somebody values let's say charity the, we can identify that person with that value if the person values mm. honesty we can identify that person with honesty and at the same time on another perspective a person can also have uh what what i call it multiple identities so one person mm. can be identified by his profession that is like for example you can be identified by your profession as a doctor that also comes with a different meaning you can be identified mm. as a father at the same time you can be identified as a good friend and so depending on the situation a person can also have multiple identities so identities a um i would say is broad and it, it can have different dynamics depending on what you are looking at and 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 the angle you want to analyze it from wow what is something uh interesting that when you talked about religion uh, being <laughs> part of a person's identity you did make a statement that um even though we can change our religions um so then the question is is identity something that is static or it is flexible it changes that that's that's a good that's a good question so identity on the um i would say in the long in the long term can can um can be changed i mean mm -hmm. um depending on how you see yourself you can you can alter it and um the values that you have you can change it and and like i said your religion you can change it and so i um i believe in the long term um some part of your identity can change but there are the part that cannot be changed for example if you are african i don't know how you're going to change that from being an african <laughs> to let's say uh, an asian i mean it might be possible but you're still an african <laughs> so um there are some part of us that can be changed and that mostly has to do with our values the way we think the way we process information mm -hmm. the, our 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 the way we value ourselves all this stuff can change and and they are also part of our identities that it's not easily changed i mean now i mean humans have learned a lot about changing people physically and so to some extent we can we can we can believe that that can also be changed but i know that there are some part of our identity that is really hard to change for example you cannot you cannot change where you come from if you are born in a, mm -hmm. let's say a country like the united states i don't know how you can change it you might switch um, countries but it still means that your country of birth is the united states and mm. you can't change mm. that and so yeah some part of identity can change in the long run or in the short term and some part of our identity is very difficult to change mm. wow thank you for that so then uh if some part of our identity can change and some part cannot change influences um our ability to know which parts of our identity can change with time and which part is permanent what influences that and what how can we discern to know okay so um let me let me start with what i started first that is some 
aspects of identity that are in our control and some part of our identity that is not in our control so those part of identity that that is in um, that is in our control um, can be changed and at the same time it can be influenced for example um, our values can change over time and mm. the people that we associate with can also influence the values that we have and for example um, a religion religion also plays uh, a big influence on on some of these things and so the things that we come to believe um, to be true also affect our identity in the in the sense mm. that it affects how we process information it affects how we relate to people and it affects our values it affects how we see ourselves and so i would say the people that we that we associate with and uh, the religion that we 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 are in and at the same time personal experiences can uh, also um change or influence our identity for example you might read a book or you might listen to a podcast like we are doing now you can you may read a newspaper and something will just hit you and you'll be like ah i need to change this about myself and so um mm. We, we we can change ourselves. And at the same time, I, I nearly forgot, social media also plays a very crucial role because most people mm. Mm. Um, are influenced by what they see and um, what they hear. And so what is also acceptable to the society. For example, if you're mm. a man, you have to look a certain way. If you're a woman, you have to look a certain way. And so social media now plays a really huge influence on how we see ourselves and at the same time there are the parts that we literally cannot change or cannot control and for that matter um we probably leave it as it is and appreciate it so uh to recap i'll say the people that that surrounds us social media the things that we consume whether with our eyes or by reading and um our religion these factors um, influences our identity and our process of knowing who we are wow wow uh, so uh if i am following correctly <laughs> part of our identity uh, can be changed and those are the parts that are under our control yes and then the parts that are not under our control where you are born where you are from, uh, what sex you are born, those are the things that are not under our control. Uh, Dr. Bernard, this yes. is certainly a big, big, big uh, topic that if we decide to dive into, I think it will take us all night. Then the uh, next question that I will ask you then is, um, how Im important is it for one to know the identity? Because if there are some parts of our identity that is not under our control mm -hmm. then one can only assume that it's very important to know what your identity is mm -hmm. or, or who you are really so that you know what you need to change and what you need to appreciate uh, like you said so how, how important is it uh, for us to know um our identity good and so that is a very good and important question let me let me start this way and the key to helping us in this in this context will be first appreciating what we cannot change mm. for example um like we talked about 
for example, the race that you are born into, it is something that you cannot change. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and regardless of what might happen in the past, um, you, there's nothing that you can really do to change the past or really change it. And so you just have to appreciate it and um, um, see the beauty that is in it. For example, mm. let, let's talk about race. Um, for example, God, God, we all believe that God created us all, unless probably you don't believe it. But if you mm. believe that God created us all, you then you come to the conclusion that regardless of who I am, whether I'm uh, whether I'm Caucasian, whether I'm African, whether I'm Asian, whether I'm uh, from the Middle East, regardless of how I look, I'm beautiful, and that is how God created me. And so the things that we cannot change, uh, we we do appreciate it, and 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 we do we we don't have to see it as something bad or something inferior to what other people might possess. And so the thing that we cannot change, let's appreciate it. We don't have to let us um, um, let it go into us and um, um, feel inferior to someone who doesn't have uh, what we have. And and so that really is important because it's going to boost your confidence. You 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 go you go out there with your chin raised up. You don't go out with your head bowed down. And so um, where. The thing that we cannot change, we do appreciate it. And we have to know that God made us all like that. And for example, we can also talk about personal experiences. For example, you might have had a bad experience or a, a bad this uh, in the past. That is That has already happened and gone. And so you don't have to let that um, kind of cripple you, um, um, uh, mellow you and all that to, to the point that it's going to dim your confidence. So you don't have to let that, and you can see that, well, that, that is past. You are now present. So you have to focus on the present uh, present stuff. And so that will help us to know, um, have more self-confidence and also have self-worth, value ourselves, regardless of how you, where you find yourself, whether at school, at your workplace, at a meeting. Wherever that you might find yourself, you don't look down on yourself because there are some parts that you can change. And lo and behold, there are also parts of other people that they cannot also change. You know, but sometimes you don't know the, the full story about somebody. So you, you quickly condemn yourself or you quickly um, 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 find find yourself not to be worthy of, of where you are, of, or, or of who you are. It's one part. And the second part is um, um, the thing that we can change. We definitely want to be better people. And so um, when I know when you are doing something good, the average person, when he's doing something good, will feel good about it. And so um, to in, in order to improve our self-confidence and self-worth, we try to do the right things. We try to have the right values and all that. And I say the average person because somebody might have somebody might uh, have value in doing something that is bad to the society. That's not mm. what I'm talking about here. Yeah, I'm talking about where a person finds um, um, finds good or finds joy in doing something good or representing something good. And so, the parts that we can change, we change it for the better. Uh, certainly, and uh, I, I think you uh, bring up a very um, uh, interesting uh, discussion point, really, um, because uh, uh, you talked about um, the value and um, uh, the confidence that our known identity brings to us, and 
the uh, next question then is why do some feel the need to change the part of the identity that um, is not under their control? Why do some feel the need to change that or uh, feel the desire that that needs to change? And I ask you this because one, I think there are several reasons um, really, uh, and I will uh, pick your brains on this, but uh, for me, I, I think one of the main things that happen is that um, in society or in every uh, generation, when one looks more at the other person or the uh, somebody else's identity mm -hmm. and say, okay, this person is getting this because of who they are. And mm -hmm. so I want to also receive what they get. And so I want to be like them. I think that puts us in a position of compromise. But mm -hmm. let's get uh, what your thoughts are on it and then we will um, uh, see where we go from there. The most basic thing will be peer pressure or um, the social media pressure. I say peer pressure because you want to, you are among, you are among a certain group of people and you want to be like those people. It could be physical appearance. Um, the group that you associate with have this certain physical appearance. It, it, and it doesn't matter whether it's a, uh, whether male or female or race. Yeah, sometimes people, people in a group will have a certain physical appearance. And when you find yourself in such a group, you want to be like them. And so that is one aspect. And mm -hmm. we also have, um, 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 I would say the social media, because the social media put it out there, how an ideal person should look like, or mm -hmm. um, how what the physical features of an, I would say an ideal person for, for example, an ideal man should be, six feet should be muscular should be athletic <laughs> and all that and so people want to be that picture and at the same time it also happens to women as well the the social media will put it out there the ideal women uh, women should look like this have this have that and so sometimes people feel the pressure to um um um, um do that as well historically um that can also uh, the history behind um, the particular identity that you find yourself in can also influence you. For example, we, we all are aware of colonial masters and their colonies. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. um, the, the colonial masters made the, coloni um, the colonies to feel inferior to them. And so mm -hmm. when, you are come, when you are not born in the colonial country or uh, born in, let's say, as of the time, it was European. And so when you are born European, you don't feel that. But when you are born in the colony, you might feel that pressure. And so mm. um, I would say mm. historically, because um, the, um, the colonies have been suppressed for a long time, there's the need for them to put it out there that they are also arrived, they are also humans, they are also, mm. so sometimes that also put pressure. But in actual sense, it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to uh, uh, give you any pressure or any sort. We are all humans. We are all humans, mm -hmm. yes. And so uh, one of the messages that I would like to put it out there is that uh, if, let's say, if you are if you are born European, you are not superior to, uh, let me say, a colony like the African or the Asian. And so if you are also an Asian, you are not inferior. Or if you are an African, you are not inferior to the European. We are all humans. And that is 
one aspect because sometimes I feel like uh, people that have been suppressed for a long time, that has been an, 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 an oppressed for a long time, there there's the need for for them to um um for them to show up like we we've also mm. arrived we we are also like you and we want to behave like you that pressure is always there but as we are going through this uh, i think the message that we can put it out there is that you don't have to feel like like that because we are all human after all the only difference is that probably the europeans were more knowledgeable than the colonies and as a result they used their knowledge to suppress people who who didn't have the knowledge that they have and one thing about the history too it can also be our personal history we might have done mm. something bad in the past and we are still carrying on the weight you know what mm. i'm saying yeah mm. sometimes you might have done something in the past whether it was deliberate or indeliberate we we feel that pressure anytime you go somewhere and somebody brings that issue up you feel embarrassed and all that and so mm. and so we don't have to your past is your past you don't want, you don't you, you don't want to have that baggage on you whilst you want to move forward and so um that can also influence identity the things that we've done by ourselves you you hit the nail right on the head there um because really um the truth of the matter is and i i think you mentioned this that um, let's take the uh, time of uh, colonialization for instance that um, uh, when we refer, so in uh, most of the African countries, it was Europe, uh, as you rightly said. Um, they became masters based on the knowledge that they had acquired at the time. Yes. Not even uh, because they were more knowledgeable uh, overall, but their knowledge base at the time yes. just played well for them. And so um, I think going back to the person uh, who has been oppressed for such a long time. Yes, it's very difficult to be oppressed for a long time and not think that you are inferior to whoever um, is performing the act of oppression, but increasing your own knowledge base, um, allowing yourself to grow in both wisdom and knowledge uh, and I would say, certainly, uh, I believe that to grow in wisdom, you need the fear of God. Uh, so I believe that that will certainly help um, uh, build your knowledge so that you don't have to uh, live to kind of prove that you have arrived, like you uh, said. I know we, we will be wrapping up um, scenario or, or story, actually, that happened um, so there were about four kids uh, in our house, our house, very young kids. Mm -hmm. um, I believe the oldest was about five at the time and the youngest was probably two or so. Uh, different parents, but they were all in our house. We had a pretty big family when we were growing up. And mm -hmm. um, the, the, the girl in the home, in the home um, her dad pretty much owned everything. And so she would get everything that she wanted. Um, and uh, uh, there were times that the other young kids who were all boys uh, would be watching TV, for instance, she comes in and she says, I want to watch Dora, and then her dad would change the channel and put it on Dora. And um, so one time, one of the other kids who happened to be about a few months, I believe he was about three months older than the girl, um, came to us and he said, I want to be a girl. And I said, why do you want to be a girl? He said, because girls get everything that they want. <laughs> and that was the environment that he was growing in. 
And so I say that to echo your point that sometimes when you live in an environment, uh, depending on what goes on around the environment and things of that nature, that influences the kind of identity that you want to build. And uh, this child story um, is a, a classic example of that. Uh, so thank you very much, uh, Dr. Wardu, for um, that uh, powerful uh, insight that you gave us. So uh, my question for you then becomes, how can uh, somebody or an individual build a strong sense of identity? Okay, assuming the person believes in God. Let me start from there first and I'll explain why. So assuming the pres a person believes in God and it believes that God created, God created us all. And so right there, you know that God has created us all, all equal and um, um, all equal in the sense that we are all humans. We may look different, but that is how God does his work. Believe in God. You know that God is um, a very diverse God. And uh, I always use the cat family as an example. Mm. We have the lion. We have the leopard. We have the jaguar. We have the cheetah. We have the tiger. Mm. All these are cats. But all of them have different skin and it has mm -hmm. different abilities. For example, the lion cannot sprint. I mean, he can sprint, but he cannot run for a long time. And, and he has given the lion a huge neck and given the lion um, a hair to cover the neck. At the same time, mm -hmm. he has, he ha God hasn't given the cheetah that, um, 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 that big neck, but he has given the cheetah the ability to run faster mm. and so the point i'm trying to make is that god in his unique way has created us um, um um diverse and and that is how god is in his sovereignty he has created all created us all diverse and every unique feature of us is for our benefit and it's not mm. like it's not to hurt us and so when you see your skin as light skin it is for your benefit. That is how God has made you. When you see your skin as dark skin, that is how God has made you. And you don't have to feel bad about it. And when you see your skin as, um, let's say, Caucasian or Middle Eastern person, that is how God has made it. And so when you when you are coming from that perspective, whenever you see a person that is different from you, you don't feel inferior to the person. Neither are you supposed to feel superior to the person. You don't. Mm. You just you just see the person as one other person that God has created, and that God has made him a little different from you. And and that is how God makes his work. And so that is the part when you believe in God. And when you don't believe in God. And, mm. and, and, and and the way you can improve your self-identity is, um, for example, knowing what you can control and knowing what you cannot control. If you, you mm. know what you can control, then you need to change them. For example, if you constantly see yourself as a poor person, then there is a need for, for you to start thinking rich. And one way mm. that you can you, you have to uh, one way you can do that is reading, reading books, mm. listening to audio that reverses how you see yourself. And so mm. that is mm. one other way to improve. And at the same time, the things that we cannot control, we, we appreciate, you, you appreciate who you are because every person is not perfect. Like I said, you, you might not be tall as you want it to mm. be, but somebody <laughs> else 
um i mean somebody might also be looking at you and it's like okay i wish i had this type of lips i wish i had this type of um um um, um eyebrow i wish i had this type of nose you know mm. what i mean yeah so see yourself as no one is perfect everyone has something that other person would admire and so you can also see it like that that no one is perfectly <laughs> active and also and the last thing is you can also seek counseling and if if you've mm. tried all these all these uh, methods and you you still f you're still not feeling good about yourself you might have to uh, seek counseling for example mm. if you um like i said if you if you did something in the, something bad in the past and it's still haunting you you can you can seek counseling for example if you've tried to forgive yourself and you you still don't have a place to forgive yourself and you still have doubt to who you are you may want to seek counseling in that perspective right you have every strength to change your values and to see yourself in an in another way or in a more positive way that, that wow. is what i can say wow Powering diversity 100 percent. wow 100%. wonderful wonderful well i know we are out of time but uh dr Bordu, um uh, i want to ask you a question and then i will ask that you um also uh give us your final thoughts on this topic but um my question really for you uh, my last question for you is um what are then some dangers of compromising one's identity hmm. so um when you compromise your identity then the I would say the opposite of the importance of knowing your self-identity will happen, for example, or then you're going to have self-doubt about yourself. And so mm. when you start to compromise your identity, you start to having doubts about yourself, your physical looks. You'll be like, uh, am I beautiful enough? Am I handsome mm. enough? You start asking yourself all these questions and 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 and. And you you don't want to go that far because that can also lead to the, um, um, sadness because you're always thinking about what you wish you could have been instead of appreciating what who you are now. And so when you compromise, you it leads to you um, having self doubt about yourself. It leads to you have um, having low self esteem. In the midst of people, you start thinking about your weaknesses. You start thinking about um, 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 what you could have been, and all these can negative if negative effects on your um, self esteem, and at the same time your self value, how you value yourself, because uh, mm -hmm. that plays important role. Because how you value yourself is going to reflect on how you interact with people, how you talk with people, how you are um, how you are able to express yourself. All these, all all these can be negatively affected if you compromise on your identity, and at the same wow. time, physically, if you want to change your identity, it comes with a lot of risk. For example, you, mm. you want to change your nose to some other type of nose. It has its, <laughs> um, um, I would say, medical risks that is involved. Example, for uh, in particular, if you want to change your physical appearance, and so um, at this point, uh, I would advise that there is no need for you to um change your physical appearance just appreciate who you are and 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 as, um, have it in your back of your mind that no one is perfect everybody else wishes he has something that somebody else's have and so no one is perfect so you don't have to force yourself to look um a certain way and 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 also um looking at social media too you don't have to believe everything that is on social media Mm -hmm. um it might it might sound silly but some of these pictures and the stuff that 
that is out there is edited you, you, you you're going to find out that the person doesn't really look like what he, he or she has been always presenting on the social media and so that is what i can say so we don't want to have low self-esteem have low self-confidence have low self-worth all these will i mean it, it they are going to reflect how you interact and that 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 would that that would that would not help us if we compromise our self-identity Wow, wow. Well, thank you so much, uh, Dr. Bernard Gordu, for um, your time today and for the insights you have given us. Uh, dear listeners, uh, Dr. Gordu mentioned a few things. He says it's important to know your identity because it helps you know your purpose and it helps you uh, give you a focus uh, in order to pursue that purpose. Um, and also, uh, I believe what he finally said to us is it gives us or it gives you a sense of security uh, in your purpose as well. Thank you so much for joining us for Hour of Healing today. This was Identity Beyond the Mirror. We will see you sometime next week as we bring to you another life-changing talking topic. Once again, God bless you for listening, and bye-bye. All right.